the big news going into the weekend is Jamison Williams. The, there were four Detroit Lions, and I don't know where you were when you heard the news uh, or if it was even was big news to you, but it, it is pretty big news that uh, last year's number 12 overall pick, having sat out most of last year with the ACL, only caught one ball last year, and then he's going to start off not being a part of the team for the first six games because he's been suspended for gambling. Uh, he did it within the Lions facility. So it wasn't on NFL. Um, there were a couple of guys. Um, the biggest name, uh, it was what, Quintus Cephas, C.J. Moore, um, suspended indefinitely by the NFL. They were immediately relieved of duty um, and are no longer part of the, the Lions organization. But uh, Jamison Williams is going to serve a six-game suspension. I'd love to get your reaction on – on the suspension, on the on, and, and for what it was, uh, yeah. gambling on on something other than football. Yeah, I was bummed um, in multiple ways. Uh, bummed that you would do something so stupid to be in the facility and to be doing something you know you're not supposed to be doing. Um, that the first thing that's concerning to me from a young guy that obviously yeah. last year with Jameson there were. Hey, I mean, call it what it is. I think he's got some immaturity issues, right? Uh, bummed that, you know, he made the decision to do that. Uh, bummed that the penalty doesn't really seem to fit the crime. You know, I, I mean, this is something to me that and we can have this argument all day that, yes, it was against the rules. Uh, is six games a little excessive? In my mind, it absolutely is. Um, and we don't know exactly what he was doing. I mean, this there's such a big umbrella of things that could have possibly been going on, right? He could have been getting, and I don't know any of these for a fact, but he could have been sitting there, you know, getting treatment, playing blackjack on his phone or something on one of the apps, right? Or playing, you know, roulette or what just messing around on his phone right not even really thinking about oh what i'm doing i'm not not supposed to do this i'm in the facility right he could have i mean could have bet on an nba game who knows right uh we know that it wasn't football related though so that to me is like is it the worst thing he could have possibly done no it's not does the six games match what uh what he did I, i think it's excessive i think that the league is trying to find a way to make these penalties so severe to scare players away from uh, doing this and to scare players away from betting on the NFL, right? And we saw that the guys that bet on actual football games, they got a full-year suspension, right? And it started last year with the whole Calvin Ridley thing yeah. uh, as well. Even that, we could argue, is that a little excessive if you're, you know, okay, it is what it is. But I, I was just bummed with the whole thing because we've had such – positive momentum surrounding this team really since what last november yeah i since mean they went on since they were one and six right we've and had finished eight and two we've had a good like six month roll where it's like man like everything is looking so promising and so bright and i don't think this is a huge wrench thrown into this team where it's like oh my goodness now we got to rethink you know what the expectations are i don't think the changes at that but when you talk about a young player that everybody was going to be so excited about to see him play and see what this offense looks like uh, with him healthy uh, and, you know, with game plans surrounding his abilities, um, that's pointing that we're not going to be able to see that at least for six games. And who knows, probably longer because you don't just come in off of a six week absent and they say, okay, you're our guy. Now you're the number one guy. It's almost like the same thing coming off an injury. Okay. Yeah. We're going to work you back into it. Right. We're going to, we're going to give you a couple reps here, a couple reps there. And to me, that's just uh, – it's disappointing because the team's not going to be 
at their full potential, um, you know, starting week one. Now, look, injuries always happen. We know that. There's probably going to be injuries this year in training camp where a guy's going to go out and he's going to miss a, a month or two. We get that. Those happen. But when they happen because you're making poor decisions, uh, it's concerning to me. And Jamison Williams, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't concerned about him uh, moving forward. I mean, last year, um, you know, I know the kid was hurt, right? But when he came back, and look, this probably isn't a huge deal. I heard you talking about it a little bit on your morning show. The first thing was after his touchdown, right? The first play. From a player's perspective, it's like the golden rule number one, you celebrate with your teammates first, right? Like you just do. You Especially go, as a new player. You celebrate, especially as a rookie, man. Yeah. You celebrate, hey, quarterback, man, good ball. O-line, thanks for blocking, right? And then you can go and do your thing, right? When I saw that live standing on the field, I'm like, that, I don't like that. I just, yeah. I, and I, you call me an old school grumpy bastard. I don't care what you say, but you're, I didn't like you're, that. You're, you're of the same cut that I'm from. It's an offensive lineman. We don't score touchdowns. We rejoice when we make a nice block and a running back makes a cut and scores a touchdown. We rejoice when we do a great job protecting so that our quarterback, albeit this time it's Jared Goff, makes a throw to Jamison Williams and you get into the end zone. We don't get to carry the ball into the end zone yeah. unless you're Taylor Decker, right? Uh, and or you, hopefully Panay Sewell one day. That'll yeah, be awesome too. but but that's our opportunity to celebrate with our teammates. Hey, yeah. we we didn't score the touchdown, but we were a part of it. Yeah, and we'd like you to acknowledge that we were just a part of yeah. it. Yeah, and when when you see something like that, um, I'm not trying to overblow it at all, but it does come off as a little bit selfish. Uh, later in the season, right? We saw. Jamison kind of pouting a little bit, right? I think Wait, it was the Green the Bay game, right? He's going in for a couple plays. And look, I get it, man. The guy's competitive. He wants to be out there. He wants the ball. But it's football. It's a team game, all right? When it's somebody else's turn, man, it's somebody else's turn, right? And then we see him kind of coming off and he's pouting and he's, you know, throwing a little mini hissy fit on the sidelines. Like, okay, that that kind of portrays another kind of selfish act, right? So, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't concerned about Jamison Williams moving forward. And then we get this whole thing with, you know, and like I already said, I don't think it's the worst crime in the world to, you know, bet on something other than football. You got caught. You did something stupid. You made a obviously a horrible mistake. Um, but then, like, what, the day later or two days later, you're out in, in Vegas. And it, who cares if you want to go to Vegas, dude? Go live it up. You're a young kid with some money. Go do your thing. Have a little salt but you have to understand how it looks optically to everybody else. You just got popped for betting whatever you were betting, six-game suspension, and you're out basically celebrating and broadcasting it to the world as if you don't, you don't ID, IDGAF, right? That's what it looks like. And it's just – that's where I just think, man – if we're talking about where this is going to lead into another conversation about how does this affect their draft? Because you're looking at guys and we discussed last week, the whole Jalen Carter uh, possibility. And we talked about, Hey, do they have the leaders in that locker room, right? Are the coaches, do they have the right leadership in place to take a young kid, maybe with some issues, immaturity issues or character issues and put him on the right path. Uh, I mean, Jamison Williams is kind of, uh, he kind of sticks out a little bit saying, Okay, maybe I don't know if they do necessarily have those type of guys. Who's in, who in that locker room is sitting Jameson down being like, dude, cut the man. Like, go dark for a little bit, all right? Let this pass over a little bit. It will pass over because ultimately you're going to be judged and remember for what you do on the field. But you're not helping your case when you're going out here and you're posting, you know, hey, I'm in Vegas and I'm out partying. 
a day after you just got suspended, right? That's just, if it's like two months after, okay, yeah. maybe it's blown over enough to where people are like, okay, you know what? He's still a kid. He's still going to have fun. Yeah. You just got to read the room a little bit. That's all we're asking. And just stop. It's like, not that he's there. It's that he's broadcasting it to everybody. And don't that. turn, don't turn a one day story into, you know, a, a two, three, four month thing. Right. Nip it in the ass. Hey, admit you made a mistake. All right. Go dark for a little bit to handle your business the right way, like a professional should and carry on and show your teammates and show this, this team and show your fans that, Hey, all right, I know I made a mistake. I'm going to do everything possible I can to correct it. So everything he's kind of done in the past, you know, I will call it, I don't know, six months. I'd be lying to you if I said my concern level wasn't at at least probably a five out of 10 moving forward. Well, and you pair that with the like of Lamar Jackson's tweet in regards to, you know, he clearly wanted maybe a different quarterback here. Not a great message to send to your teammate. Uh, as soon as Jeff Okuda is traded, you don't say, hey, good luck. There's, there's no acknowledgement of your teammate. It's I want his number. Like all of these <laughs> right. things add up to a guy that, yes, he's young and there's some selfish acts, but you've got to have, whether it comes from a teammate, maybe it's Jared Goff, maybe it's Frank Ragnow, maybe it's Taylor Decker, maybe it's somebody on the defense, who knows? Whoever he's, you know, befriended on the team or, or somebody who's befriended him saying, hey, let's, let's, let, let's take stock of where we are. What do you need to do over the next couple of months? What do you need to do before you're back on the field? And let's start working on that. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully that happens sooner than later because he's starting John and I, I don't use this term lightly, but he's treading down the path of becoming a diva. And that's something that look, it's like, Hey, and ultimately this is what matters to fans. This is what matters to teammates. This is what matters to coaches. I'm sure perform on Sunday right? Perform on Sunday. As long as you're getting the job done on we'll Sunday, I don't care what you do Monday through Saturday. Yep. Don't go out there and get in trouble. Don't get arrested. Don't, don't do stupid shit, but perform for me on Sunday. If Jamison last year, when he came back was, you know, took the league by explosion, those last, whatever, five, six games that he played and had a little bit of that track record to say, you know what, this is a kid that maybe we can get a little bit more wiggle room to, um, then this will probably be a different conversation, but we haven't seen that yet. And that's starting to, like I said, that's starting to worry me. But this is this is another conversation we had too, is when we talked about guys like, you know, I'm not going to couple Jameson in with, I, I don't know Jalen Carter's situation. What we've heard was, hey, a little bit of concern there. Um, <clears throat> we'll obviously see how, that, see how that plays out here in a couple nights. But uh, this is what it, if you, I'm in the same camp as you where you can't have everybody on your team, you know, choir boys, choir boys doing the right thing, you know, just straight A student. You, you know what I mean? You can't have a full team of that. You got to have some dogs on your team. You got to have some guys that are going to be like, you know what? I wouldn't let him babysit my kids, but I'm glad he's on my team on Sunday. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, and I and ultimately as fans, this comes, this is part of the, this is, this comes with the territory, man. Like if we're, if we're going to sit here and say, Hey, I don't want a team full of guys that are just, you know, doing the right thing all the time and just great people and everybody loves like right. Yeah. This is this is gonna be this is kind of gonna be one of those consequences that every once in a while we're gonna have a story like this that's like, damn man, like I hate it. I don't like it, but you know what? He balls out on Sunday. If he balls out on Sunday, that's all that matters.